Okay, so when you think about sales, there's many things to consider. You know, what's my value proposition? What's my target customer, right? Who am I going after? How can I serve my customer most efficiently and most effectively? And you could probably add 15 other things to that list. But the big picture on it is being a great salesperson is a science. It's not just a product of being a really good people person. You hear that one all the time. It's a science, and there's a system behind it all. And great salespeople have plans, they have systems, they have strategies to accomplish their goals and exceed the needs of their customers. Before you can even start to think about how you're going to meet the needs of your customer, you really got to figure out what? How to find a customer. Sales 101, how am I going to get the phone to ring? And masterful salespeople have exceptional systems and strategies to attract new clients. And I'm going to break it down into four quick categories, and I'm going to introduce my guest. Uh, and there can be more categories to it, but how do you get customers? You can pay for it, which is through marketing or lead purchasing, which can be a very effective strategy, but it's a high cost strategy that always can't have good prediction ratios on it. Uh, you can work your sphere, great way to attract clients. It's low cost, but I think a lot of people run into, well, how do I do that effectively? How do I not be annoying? And number three, referrals. Ooh, that's a good one. That's like the best one. Uh, it's low cost, but again, you know, how do I do it effectively and how do I do it with consistency? Again, it's a science. And then number three, number four I put on here was the dreaded cold call, which 95% of the population doesn't want to make cold calls. It's not necessarily in their comfort zone. Again, it could be very impactful. However, not everyone's super comfortable with it. And with our guest today, we're going to focus on some effective strategies to drive low-cost, high-quality customers. But before we do that, I would like to take the time to introduce, with my pleasure, today's guest, Miss Carly Ringer. How are you doing today, Carly? The crowd goes wild. <laughs> <laughs> I'm great. How are you? I'm fantastic. And Carly, would you be kind enough to give us a little bit of background on yourself? Sure. So my background is analytics. I don't, I don't know if you know that. My background is analytics. I worked in corporate America for 13 years. Um, so I was a numbers person, but I also have a creative side. So I kind of science, I tied okay. everything together. And then I got into real estate about seven years ago. Mm -hmm. And I in the beginning, didn't tell anybody I was a realtor. I was embarrassed. Were you hiding? I, I was a secret agent. That's <laughs> <Okay. laughs> what I called myself. And then uh, somebody had said, I'm looking for a house. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. I'm a real, like you forget. I'm mm -hmm. a realtor. Because I didn't want people to know I was a realtor because I thought realtors were like, sorry for anybody who's used car salesmen. But I thought they were like, sure. people didn't like us. Well, they like they some like, of us. They like you. <laughs> Thank you. They like you on your side. <laughs> yeah, that, thank you. Uh, so, so I got into real estate last year. I did. Um, I helped uh, forty nine families. Fantastic. Um, I always say help. I never say sell. Or you were talking mm -hmm. about selling because I don't think of myself as a salesperson. Yeah. Sure. Um, I think of myself as I'm helping. Sometimes <laughs> I'm a therapist, an educator. Sure. Um, and that was. A little over fourteen million dollars, but to me the money Fantastic. doesn't like that's. I don't want to talk about that part. I and want you to do talk that on families. your own. That's just yeah. your your business, and yeah. And your business model has been completely what sphere and referral based, yeah. correct? Yeah, I call it network. It's your okay. it's the group of people around you, and it's the people around them. So that's so I'm solely sphere based. I do not 
send flyers to anybody. I do not cold call, the right. dreaded cold call. And you know what? A lot of agents do cold call. And if they know what their scripts are, they're great at it and they're successful. It's just not my thing. Right. Well, let's get into that in a little bit more detail. So Carly, you please tell us, how do you succeed in real estate without cold calling? And I want everyone to know before you even get into it, Carly's done different presentations with a lot of people come yeah. to those presentations. And I had the pleasure of reviewing your your 30-page presentation, which was spectacular on that it. So, I didn't realize it was that many. There's a lot of pages. So here's a little hint for people out okay. there. I use Canva.com to make a professional <laughs> to make a professional presentation. Yeah. It, was well, it, was, it was fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I've taught this class to over 400 people. I am starting to travel the country to do it. Oh, congratulations. Um, yeah, because I, I love traveling, and this is my way to be able to travel um, and write it off. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Um, but yeah. I also, it's such an amazing way for me to meet people in different areas. So sure. now I'll get referrals out of Seattle because I'm out in Seattle face-to-face -face meeting people. I don't want to do these over Zoom. I'm a belly-to-belly. -belly. I know that's like an old sales term, but a belly-to-belly sure. -belly person. And um, if I'm teaching in Boston, I'm teaching in Nashville. Somebody from San Diego called me to come teach. People in North Jersey, especially North Jersey, those people have clients that want to buy at the Jersey Shore. Sure. So it's just getting yourself out there and meeting people is a really great way to network. Yeah, no, no question about it. Yeah. You know, when I was looking through your presentation, there are really three pillars that uh, stuck out at me. Uh, social media, which yeah. we've talked about in the past on the yeah. show, your sphere or circle of influence, and then expanding out. Mm -hmm. So uh, first question I have for you is, how do you engage in the overall social media experiment? So social media took me a long time to hone. I used to sell... Um, I could do this without saying the name. I used to sell a skincare product okay. that was a multi-level marketing mm -hmm. skincare company sure. or network marketing, and I learned what not to do. Okay, right. I was like throwing pictures down people's throats of before and after pictures, and join my team, join my team. And I had friends actually come up to me um, at a bar, and they two of my guy friends pushed me aside, and they were like, "Carly." We're having a friend intervention. And I was like, oh, what? Like, you need to stop trying to sell us all your products right. on Facebook. Like, we we want to see what's going on in your life. We don't care about your products. And I relate that now, and I teach this in my class, to when you sell a house. Stop saying, look at me, I sold a house. Right. Who cares about that? Right. Other realtors and your parents. Nobody else cares right. about that. Your mom so, will call you. Oh, yeah. Great well, job, Carly. Yeah. <laughs> well, then she'll share it and her right. friends are like, I don't care. Right. Um, but when you educate people in those posts and, and most of what I do on, real, on um, Facebook or Instagram and LinkedIn, a lot right. of people forget about LinkedIn. Your higher net worth clients are on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. um, your savvier clients are on there. Um, so it's a professional network. Yeah, yeah. So I educate my network and through the educating, people instantly – gain trust. I had never used a realtor in my life prior to getting into real estate. So in the beginning, I would start doing posts of things that I just found on, I would Google it. Like, what do you ask an inspector at an inspection? What is, what mm. is their main focus? And then I would talk about it on Facebook. Right. And I would say, I'm in Tom's River at an inspection, blah, blah, blah. I had some guy from high school who 
to be honest, I don't even know if I knew him in high school, but we were somehow friends on Facebook. He's like, oh, I saw you were in Tom's River yesterday. My mom wants to buy a house there. That's how I got a client. Right. I didn't have to cold call them. I didn't have to send them a flyer. It was just through educating. I, get, I have a question for you around that, yeah. around the education piece. I guess first thing that I would start with is that that important value that you learned. Don't annoy everyone in your base, yeah. right? Yeah, or yeah. next thing you got a friend venture and saying, Carla, you can't come out with us me. anymore. Right. right. So we want to be sure not to annoy everybody. But how do you make something that's eye-catching so you can avoid all that noise on yeah. social media? Um. You always want to post a photo. Actually, that's not true. You don't need to anymore. Um, But posting a photo, posting something funny that draws people's eyes in. Because when you're scrolling through social media, you have like seconds to grab that person's attention. So if you use emojis or if if you use a photo, what... I've learned, I learned a lot about algorithms. That was really important to know. Um, When people start liking your post, Mm -hmm. it shows up in other people's news feeds Mm. more often. So if you have a post and nobody likes it, nobody else is going to actually see it. It's not that the other people don't like it. And when I say like, I mean, click the like button. It doesn't mean people aren't um, engaging, liking it yeah. or engaging, they are not seeing That's it. That's a great point. So you need to have, you need to engage in the post. So if somebody comments on your post, respond back to them mm. every single time, respond back to them. Not only does that, um, work the algorithm, but that person knows that you're acknowledging them, right? Right. We're in a relationship business. If you acknowledge somebody, mm-hmm. they're more likely to talk to you and remember you when their friend or their grandmother needs to sell their house. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's a really good point. And that's a nugget that you're giving everybody. And it's part of your analytics background, right? Is all right, we post something, you see a bunch of likes on it, but if you're not getting a lot of headway on it, it's because people aren't engaged in what you're doing. Right. And if they don't engage in it, in the future, it's not even going to show up in their feed. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's great stuff. And there are backdoor ways to start showing up in other people's news feeds. Okay. So figure out who are influencers in your community. Mm. So, for instance, I am constantly um, making recommendations for restaurants, for hair care, for whatever, nail salons. So I would be considered an influencer in my community. Mm -hmm. So find somebody like me who likes to make recommendations and start commenting on their posts, start engaging with them. Mm. You're going to show up more in their newsfeed. Oh, that's, that's and then they're going to start recommending you. You know, when I think about that, I think about a post is out there, you're engaging with other influencers and and we'll talk a minute about how you identify those people. And then also you want to have people that are sharing what it is that you're doing. Mm -hmm. And you know, and I was reading through this in your presentation with that power of getting the right people to share it. You know, how do you know, like, how do you make sure you're engaging with the people that are likely to share it? It's usually the people that you see are, so I'll teach you a trick in a second. Okay. Actually, no, I'll just teach you the trick now. Please. This is what I teach I during like the class. It's one of my experiments during the class. There are two experiments. Make a post on LinkedIn, on Facebook, wherever it is, and say, Uh, And choose whatever question you want. But we're thinking about having chicken parm for dinner tonight. Okay. Where should we go? All of the people that respond, those are your people. Those are the people that like to give their opinion, like to give their advice. That's fantastic. And those are the people that are most likely to share it. That's the most direct way. The other way is just to watch your newsfeed and see who's recommending what doctor. Okay. Or attorney or whatever. That's great. So people that are going to give their opinion on the yep. posts that you make, those are your you know, people. And they're, they're always offering up advice, yeah. right? Yeah. 
and the people, to your point, that are making recommendations. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's that's it. You know There's what it is? Experiment. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but you know, it's very kind of focused in, yeah. right? And it's methodical, and that's what I like so much about it. You know, we've had other people on the show that are very successful from a social media standpoint that with a slightly different strategy, yeah. where your strategy really revolves around the analytics of it, yeah, and uh, makes it unique to to you and creative. I think it's fantastic. So. How do you make it interesting? Because I see Life a lot of boring general? stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, how so, do you make the? Yeah, how do you make your posts interesting? I tell stories, and mm-hmm. I know people will say, "Don't write long posts; nobody's going to read them." But you've seen my posts; I get a ton of engagement when I help a client buy a house. Let's say I'll give you an example. I had a client who was doing a walkthrough. Okay. And at the walkthrough, there was a ton of stuff still left at the house. Right. Mm-hmm. So the walkthrough meaning. We're about to close. We want to make sure everything works. Things are not at the house that shouldn't be. There was a ton of stuff all over the house. What so, kind of stuff they leave? Um, stat- <laughs> statues. Uh, there was... Like a statue of Zeus? Like, what do you... <laughs> Actually, they're statues that I now use in staging. Okay, really? Okay. <laughs> but they're these cute little oh, birds, okay. and they look great on people's fireplaces. Okay, anyway, I digress. <laughs> so there were... Um, Pots, uh, sorry, there were bowls on the top of the cabinets. Okay. So I stand up on the top of the cabinet and I take the bowls down. Okay. And my client takes a picture of me. Like, this is ridiculous. What is I can't, my realtor is standing on a, on a cabinet. Like, yeah, I'm helping. Like, that's what my job is to do. Sure. So I posted on Facebook, when you are selling your house, make sure you remove all the items so this doesn't happen. Right. So that's an, and that's like a funny way to, first of all, it's going to catch people's attention that I'm standing on a cabinet, but I'm educating them on what do you do during the process, remove all the items from the house. Right. And then I said, um, because I have a, I have a connection at a clean out company, I called the clean out the owner of the cleanout company, I said, how much would it be to get a little truck here? Mm-hmm. And then we negotiated that with the sellers. And all of that was part of my story. And so many people in my network had the same exact story. And I'm not talking about agents. I'm talking about buyers and sellers. Sure. That started it happened to comment. me when I bought a house, yeah. And then you, so you would have come on and you would have commented, yeah. this is my story. And then people are like, oh, wait, I have a story to tell too. And that's where all the engagement in the post happens. That's fantastic. And it's the, it's the post and it's the creativity. It's yeah. top of mind for yeah. you, right? So you're going through the process and, okay, I need something that I can educate people with. Yeah, it's all about educating. Yeah. I also will write my post and then I'll rewrite it and mm-hmm. rewrite it until it's perfect um, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm crazy. <laughs> but, it, but I think it's important that it when you read it, it flows like a story, not just words thrown on a page, really. Sure. Sure. That's, that's great. Now, when you're putting other posts out there, uh, I've seen you use some different open-ended questions. Yes. Right? And yeah. Can you talk, just talk a little bit about the importance of that. So, well, that's engagement. And I yeah. feel like there are words that, are, that we keep saying, right? Engagement right. and systems, which I love that you were talking about before. Um, but when you ask a question, people are more likely to engage. So if you, but it has to be open-ended. It can't be, has this happened to you? Yes or no. Right. It has to be, um, do you have a, can you share a story like this or what is your experience been? So yeah. always make it open-ended. That's fantastic. Yeah. And gaining again, the algorithm, yeah. the, yeah. you know, the science behind everything. Yeah. So you alluded to this a little bit when you're talking about cleaning everything off the top shelf, but how do you subtly remind people that you're a realtor? 
I'm not really subtle about it. I you kind of are. I see your post. <laughs> well, yeah. So, so I did. I remember when Bernie Sanders had the mittens. Do you uh-huh. remember who was sitting in the I chair do. with the yeah. mittens? And even if you are not into politics or don't like Bernie, everybody loved that meme. Yeah. Or when Chris Christie was sitting in the beach sure. chair when nobody was allowed on the beach. Um, I would take that meme and I wouldn't say, hey, look at me, I'm a realtor, but I would take that meme and I would I would take Bernie in the chair, put him on a lawn in front of a house, and then uh, using Canva, again, I would superimpose uh, for sale by owner 788 days and Bernie just sitting there like this, <laughs> you know? So it's something funny. And that that yeah. post alone was shared all over the place. So it was me making it, but it was shared to everybody. Sure. And it's just like a, it was a fun reminder. So the reminders are through educating. The reminders are yesterday, um, I went to a photo shoot with my photographer and I said, these are some, I, her name is Tony. I said, these are Tony's tips for when you want to um, photograph the outside of the house. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't saying, look at me, I'm a realtor. It was saying, Hey, I'm here to educate you. I feel right. like that word just keeps coming up. Yeah, just but flash it, is it across true, the screen. No, no, but, the, but that's it. It's kind of in time, being able to you know, methodically tie things to real estate. Right. I mean, to your point about you know, writing something over and over and over yeah. again, I mean, how much time do you put into making sure the post that you're sending is going to capture the engagement that you're looking for? Probably more than I should. And you know what's amazing is that one of my friends and my mom, as soon as I write something and it's grammatically incorrect, They'll text me, you made a mistake. I'm like, oh my God, I freak out. Where's the comma? Where's the comma? (laughs) There should have been an apostrophe. Um, But I, I do, I take more time than I should. I do acknowledge that, but I love it. And you know what? I do it because it makes me happy. I'm going to get more granular on that. So more time than you should. Well, how much time? Like, is it, is it something that you'll spend an hour putting a post out there? So, well, I will tell you, there is one thing that I do weekly, so people across the country can do this, just not in Monmouth County and Ocean County, Mm -hmm. because this is my my thing. Um, My admin helps me with something that used to take me an hour, Mm -hmm. and then I hired an admin, and now she helps me, and it's great. I, on Thursday, will post all of the activities going on at the Jersey Shore from all different towns, and then I post it. This probably takes me about an hour on my end. So she'll do all the legwork with what all the events are. I will post it in all different groups, all different local groups. Mm. So it's really getting my name out there. And then I respond to every single person who writes. And I've actually gotten real estate leads from this. And it's funny because now I feel like a little like a local celebrity. I'll walk into a store and somebody be like, Carly, thank you for posting about I don't know, the farmer's market, we went this week and I'm like, I have no idea who you are, <laughs> but it's, but I'm getting my name out there yeah. and, and people are trusting me as a resource. And now I'm starting actually to take that list and I'm sending it out in emails to all my clients. Mm-hmm. And at the bottom I'll say, Hey, these are the houses I have for sale. Like I try and integrate everything. I don't want to just be a realtor. I want to be a resource for people. Sure. You know what? There's a, a couple of things with that that I do want to point out is the, is the time. Yeah. Right. It just, and again, coming back to doing things effectively and having a system, you know, you're not just putting a post out there that takes you 30 seconds to right. do. And not that I'm not challenging anyone that does, of course. but it's methodical for you. Yes. And to get the return that you're looking for when you're trying to leverage things like algorithms to show up on other people's feed, it takes a lot of time to be able to do it. It just doesn't yeah. happen. So I read something on a, on a Facebook post on a Facebook group that I'm in today, 
that said, if you're doing TikTok videos and I don't, I don't do TikTok or really okay. watch TikTok videos, but they said um, with TikTok, you don't want to perfect it. So videos take a very long time to perfect. On TikTok, you're just supposed to throw it out there. Like if you throw it a hundred, yeah. if you throw it a hundred and one sticks and one goes viral and you get a hundred thousand views, that's amazing. Right. I feel like TikTok and uh, Facebook are different though, right. because Facebook if somebody new comes to your page and they see that you're posting 30 posts a day, they're not going to want to be Facebook friends with you. Yeah. So you do have to You've be more just, dis- right. yeah. When I post too many times a day, I will start deleting them. Okay. So in a, from a time standpoint, it's all about the quality of what you're putting I, out I there. I believe so. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's great, Carly. The other thing I want to touch on is something you mentioned about the activities going on at the Jersey shore and mm-hmm. making sure you're posting to different groups. Yeah. For people out there that would look at that and say, oh, that's fantastic, post to different groups, and then say, what groups am I posting to, right? Like, how do yeah, you identify the groups that you want to, that one, you want to become part of? Right. Because there are so many There's there. so many. It's like, how do you choose? It so how, what's your process about doing that and going about that? So I choose the different towns in the area, yep. right? So I'll, I'll pick the different towns along the shore, and then I'll also open it up to, like, Monmouth County news or whatever it is right. like there are groups so look up your town name and your county name mm-hmm. for me because i'm at the jersey shore i look up the word jersey shore but let's say you're in the midwest somewhere there might be some it could be like a lake community so it could be lake whatever you you choose that group and then um you don't have to join some groups you could just look to see what's going on in the group and you want to make sure there's a lot of activity sure. because there are some groups out there that people post, it'll tell you when the last post was. And if the last post was two weeks ago, you don't want right. to. You don't want to go into that. Why waste your time? Mm-hmm. And you want to see who's posting in the groups and are people engaging in it. And something really important, really, really important, is to check the rules of the group mm-hmm. because some rules don't allow you to advertise. And this doesn't just mean real estate, like local stores can't advertise, or if you advertise, it has to be on Small Business Monday. You want to read the rules. Mm. There's one group that I'm in, you're not allowed to post anything about real estate. So what I do is at the bottom of my, um, at the bottom of my activities post, I write, I have a little heart because I want people to know that I'm genuine and sincere. I have a little heart the red heart that says, uh, love Carly Ringer, Keller Williams, your local realtor resource. And then I have a picture that it says it on there too. It's a picture of the Jersey Shore. Uh, and I change that out every week. And in this specific group, actually, there are two specific groups. I do not write Keller Williams on the bottom. I just write your local resource. Right. I do not mention real estate. I do not want to, people get kicked out of groups really fast. Mm-hmm. This group has, I don't know, 18,000 people in it. I, right. That is that is a resource for me. Totally. I don't want to be kicked out of that one. You know, I just love the methodical nature of how you go about doing it from a business planning standpoint, right? You're going to figure out, to, to your point, you're looking at different towns, what groups yeah. I want to be in, uh, which really heightens the fact that you're laser focused on particular areas, which yeah. I think is very important. Uh, and that's a, another tip, and a lot of people know this already. You know, don't spread your, don't cast your net wide. Right. You got to be narrowed in as to what business you're going to go after and where you want to be. But then all the due diligence associated with identifying the group, reading the rules of the group. Yeah. I mean, come on. Who reads the rules of the group? I, I'm a rule follower. <laughs> <laughs> but it's critical stuff, it's right? So, yeah, you'll get kicked out. 
Right. I'm in another group with over 100,000 people in it. I'm not getting kicked out of that group. Right. No way. And it's such a great way to expand. It's a multiplier effect, right? Mm -hmm. So you hop into a group of 18,000 people, 100,000 people to multiplier, and eventually it yields an opportunity, yeah. an opportunity and, to educate. And things don't happen right away. Don't start posting and expect your phone to start ringing or right. your instant message or DM. I don't know what people call it nowadays. Don't start, oh, I guess, sliding into your DM. I don't know. Okay. Um, people <laughs> <laughs> don't, ex- don't expect people to start messaging you right away. This is something that will take time to cure, essentially. Fantastic, Carly. So we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back, pick back up on this uh, topic, and we'll be right back at you, everyone. So I want to thank today's sponsor, Main Street Donuts in Belmar, New Jersey. They have gourmet artisanal donuts. They're located right here on the New Jersey shore. So you're coming out to go to the beach for the day, get there early. They open up at 8 o'clock in the morning. You can feed the family with the donuts. In addition to that, you can pick up an iced coffee, and they have coffee ice cubes. So now you're sitting on the beach, it starts to get hot, you don't have to worry about your coffee being watered down. So check them out. They are in Belmar, Main Street Donuts. They're also opening up a new location in Matawan, right on Main Street. Again, our sponsor today, Main Street Donuts in Belmar, New Jersey. Check them out. Fantastic donuts. Fantastic place to be. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And again, I'm here today with our guest, Carly Ringer. Hi. I guess shift gears a little bit over to referrals. Sure. Because I know you do a lot of work in the area of referrals as, as well. So I'm going to start with your network. And how do you expand it? Like, How do you expand the network to the next level? You have the whole social media thing. that yeah. That's easy. But I would join local clubs, right? So I moved to the area full-time. So at the Jersey Shore, you do summers here. So I was doing summers for, I don't know, 10 years. And then I moved here full-time and I thought, I don't really have a lot of friends here. Um, I came from Hoboken where I had a huge network. I didn't have a lot of friends here. So I started joining local groups. You, I joined the Women's Club of Manasquan. Mm -hmm. Um, You can join the local chambers or, and this is going to sound funny, when you're at the supermarket and somebody's buying cupcakes, just talk to them and say, oh, are those cupcakes good? Because I'm doing an open house tomorrow and I feel like maybe I should do them at the open house. And then that if that person wants to talk to you about real estate, they will. Right. Oh, you're a realtor, blah, blah, blah. You know, just talking to people. Uber drivers are amazing. They right. they talk to everybody and they could give your information out. So have conversations with Uber drivers. Just open your mouth, really. Right. Let people know you're in the business in a subtle way, like I just suggested with the cupcakes. Yeah, no, that's that's great. And when you look at the different community alliances yeah. that you had mentioned, Chamber of Commerce is a great one. Yeah. Go ahead. You were gonna say something. Yeah, we talked about this earlier, the thirty by thirty. Yeah. So I came up with this concept called uh thirty by thirty by thirty. You meet with thirty people in thirty days for thirty minutes. Right. It sounds like a lot, but and it, it is a lot of organizing, but um I chose to meet with people not in the industry. Mm-hmm. So I met with a woman who owns a, a natural food store in the area. You know, okay. I, I I chose people that I just want to expand out and get to know other people. Uh, and I would meet with them for 30 minutes and I would get to know them and just have a nice conversation. Don't make it all about business. Yep. Make it personal too, right? And then at the end you say, how can I help you grow your business? Right. What can I do for you? And then they'll 
they'll in turn ask you the same. All right. We got to go deeper on this too, because this yeah. is another, it's a gem. Yeah. Right. So you get 30 by 30 by 30. Yeah. Meet 30 people in 30, 30 days, days for, for 30, 30 minutes. minutes. And it then you tends to be longer, but so say it's easier. It's, um, it's great marketing to say, Hey, I'm doing a 30, 30, 30. Who wants to be part of it? Sure. Now, and you would, you would advertise that. I don't mean to bring phone. back to social media, yeah. but yeah, I post about it on social media. And yeah. so for the health food, actually, I did meet with two people in the industry. Um, one was the clean out person and one was a mold, mold person. Right. And I met with a clean out person. I posted it on Facebook. I tagged her and I said, I met with Megan today for my 30 by 30 by 30. And um, we had we had reconnected about being in advertising together in the 90s, whatever it was. So her network saw the post my network saw it. Yeah. so it just expanded out the next day i met with the mold remediation gal and uh she goes you have to introduce me to the clean out person we can have a great alliance together right. so it's introducing like these people now. right <laughs> it's so cool somebody called me a connector i was like oh i like that, that. Sound, oh, sounds yeah, a little people. shitty but sure no it's good it, but but then you start to introduce these people there yeah. is a concept um in the book seven levels of communication by michael mayer um, there's a concept of having them in one day and meet, doing them back to back mm -hmm. and then introducing. So you do it for 30 minutes, but have the next person come a little earlier and introduce the Almost two like people. Almost like speed dating. Pretty much, yeah. <clears throat> right. Well, no, so, but that's great. The, the amount of, I think the thing I want to highlight with that, it's fantastic. You know, connecting, does it, it's with local business owners, yeah. with whomever, to just spend that individualized consideration time with them yeah. to build a relationship, connect yeah. other people. And at the end of the day, that always has value. What's right? interesting is when you start sharing that person's story on your page, yeah. other people want to be part of it. And other sure. people start calling you, hey, can I be one of your 30 by 30? Because first of all, they know it's fun. But now I'm advertising them. Um, so third-party validation, that's something that um, I learned back in my my network marketing days or whatever they're calling it now. Third-party validation is so important. So if I yeah. say, you should work with Greg. He's a great lender. Somebody is more likely to work with Greg than if Greg were to say, hey, you should use me. I'm a, late, a great lender. No doubt. You believe the other person more than you believe that person. Yeah. So... Because there's no hidden agenda with yeah. the person who's so you giving want, that referral. Exactly. You want cheerleaders. Yeah. Right? You want cheerleaders in your network who will say, hey, use Greg for this. Call, um, Greg has this great loan. Talk to him about this. Sure. You know, that's, that's what's so important for our business is other people talking us up. Sure. Cheerleading for us. You know, and just kind of wrapping up on that 30 by 30 by yeah. 30, it just takes a lot of planning. It does. Right? A lot of planning yeah. and a lot of discipline to be able to really implement that and focus. Yes. You right? you need to stick with it and if you can't meet in person, now you could do a Zoom or whatever sure. it is, but get drinks with them. Go for a walk on the boardwalk. It doesn't have to be coffee every Go day. Go to Drag Queen Bingo. Yes. I know you That's love that. That's a little more than 30 minutes, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, how do you give individualized consideration and love on your network? My systems. Yeah. You brought it. Up. It was so interesting when you were talking in the beginning about systems. That's been so much of my year is just getting efficient and having systems. And so, I mentioned earlier the activities list. I'm starting to send that out to everybody. Yeah. When you love, we call it loving on your network, right? right? Like you want to 
be a resource for them. And you don't, you don't want to be salesy. Like I, that's the last thing. If anybody ever called me salesy, I would probably cry. Um, but you want to, yeah, you're not salesy now. Cause I'm, I'm truly, I love this business. And I love helping people. Mm-hmm. Right. So whether it's sending them something thoughtful in the mail, like yesterday, I, my clients who have referred more than five people to me, um, I sent them, these are the, these are the dates in August that I have tickets to a local baseball team right. to go. You guys get top pick of the litter because you're my favorite clients. Everybody's actually they are some of my favorite clients, but <laughs> everyone's um, your favorite everybody's client. my favorite client. Um, but I said to them, I want to give you guys a set of four tickets to go to the game. Sure. I didn't. I didn't say who do you know. Oh, God, I hate this line. Who do you know looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate? Right. All I did was I said, here are tickets. You are still relevant in my life. Mm-hmm. We might have closed years ago. You're still relevant in my life. I want you to know that I'm here when you need me. That's great. Right? So it's either giving out tickets or I love doing um, events. So I try in one of one or two events a year. This year, my house, the professional photographer who shoots the houses, um, I hired her to do photo shoot for all my clients. We did it in the fall. And one of my neighbors has a pickup truck that was decorated with um, with harvest, like fall decor. So I had all my clients come. We took professional photos of them. Then we sent them out to my clients and they used them for holiday cards. I didn't say that I was a realtor. I'm just giving you That's a great idea. Yeah, that's a great come, idea. Send a photo. Yeah. It's Tony Kupo, right? Yeah. Tony's a great she's photographer. Great. Butterfly yeah, Studios. Yeah, she's, she's great. I think she's the best out there. But it's so with my real estate company, we always say come from contribution. Right. It, it's, don't be salesy, salesy, always come from contribution. And a lot of my referrals are actually from agents from outside of the area. And I think part of that too is when I'm in these big Facebook groups or if I'm at an event down in Nashville, we just went recently, um, I'm constantly pro- coming from contribution by providing information to them or I'm sending them referrals so they'll send me referrals back. Or when I, I have a business, I sell my photography on tile coasters, I will mail them a tile coaster yeah. from the Jersey Shore with like a picture of the sunrise and it sits on their desk and they think of me. You know, like I'm I'm constantly giving, yeah. I guess is the best way well, to it. Well, you're thoughtful in your overall process, Yeah. right? You're consistently thoughtful after transactions closed and kind yeah. of, you know, staying in front of everyone. How do you stay thoughtful during a transaction? Um, there's a concept called surprise and delight Okay. where, um, it's funny you, you asked that cause I need to do that today when I get home. Um, after we go through the appraisal, I send out in the beginning, I send a coaster of the, whatever town they're looking in. So if they're looking in brick or looking in ocean gate, I'll send them a ocean gate coaster. And then I send one to whoever referred them to me too. Cause I want to always, th- you're thanking people, right? You right. always want to thank people. Um, I'll send that in the beginning during, um, after the appraisal, I send them this cute, it's a page that says, here are some ideas. Uh, here's a packing list and don't forget to call your utilities and whatnot with, um, I bought this on Amazon. It was so cheap with packaging tape and a Sharpie with a cute little bow on it that says moving, uh, moving day. Okay. And I just popped that in the mail to them. The whole thing cost me $10 and they love it. Right. You know, you constantly want to be surprising them throughout the whole transaction. I have clients who were incredibly stressed 
I've it's never had clients tra- like it's this. Stressful, yeah, incredibly stressed. So I got them a gift certificate for a foot massage at a place that they. So I posted about it on Facebook, and they were like, "This place looks awesome." The next day, I went and I got them a gift certificate. You know, you you constantly do little things throughout. It costs money, but who cares? You know. You know, it's you about make it back. yeah, and you know what? It's the thing that just popped into my head as you as you explained the story about you saw something and got it yeah. for him. It's a relationship, yeah. And with all good relationships, being thoughtful is yeah. There's um, important. I'm in a book club, right? Yeah. Uh, agents all across the country, and uh, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about setting up Google alerts. Mm-hmm. So if you know somebody is into. I don't know, the Yankees or whatever. If you pick a topic that you know that they're into or um, Teslas, because I've recently discovered how amazing they are. Did you buy someone a Tesla? I did. (laughs) (laughs) The the why. (laughs) Um, I don't, I totally lost where I was going with that one. Oh, so if you know know they like Elon Musk, set up Google alerts for Elon Musk. And then when something happens with Elon Musk, like yesterday, uh, he said, you have to go back to work. All Tesla employees have to go back to work. Or I, we will assume you no longer want this job. So you that's an alert. And then when you read it, you send it out to one of your clients who's like Tesla. Okay, let's just let's just go through that for a second. So yeah. you'd set up an alert. You you would hear, you'd be cued off by something that's important to you. You get an email about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Th- yeah then yeah. you would then you go through a process saying, Hey, I want to be alerted if there's news and you're, this example with Elon Musk. So yeah. then when I get that alert, I can forward it right over to my Exactly. To Again, my you're not a realtor. You're yeah. a resource. You're being thoughtful. Yeah. This could be years after the transaction. Sure. How do you keep track of that? Do you just remember that? I don't know what I Bob wore yesterday. Bob and Mary yesterday. loved Teslas. Yeah. Right. I don't know what I wore yesterday, but I remember every little detail about my clients. But in case I don't, um, when I first meet them, I write notes about okay. them in, in my CRM. Yeah. <laughs> so just talking uh, uh, who we should be connecting with, mm-hmm. and we talked we talked about it in general. Yeah. But who are great people for you to connect with? You know, attorneys. Mm-hmm. Like who do, who would you recommend? So specifically, no, I'm just kidding. So I I think it's good for as a realtor or as a lender or an inspector, or whoever it is, to have a team around you. Right. Right. Like you're on my team. Yep. Or we are a team. You're not on my team. Um, but you have a and it's different for each business, right? But so for me, an inspector, a lender, an oil tank sweep inspector, because mm-hmm. we have those here, um, I had the clean out person, like have everybody on speed dial. So that way, when you call them, they pick up the phone right away, like sure. create relationships with this. And I wanted to do this and I'll do this one day. And I apologize for not doing it yet. I wanted to get everybody on the team together for dinner. And I was going to treat everybody. That's and, uh, great. Yeah. Uh, so now you'll have to hold me to that. Uh, okay, let's do it. Okay, we'll go to a BYOB place because <laughs> it could get really expensive. You did send me a coaster once. I did. Yeah, coasters in my house. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and you look, and when you look at it, you probably think of me, right? Yeah. And you're like, oh, she should go out with my wife to drag queen bingo. Absolutely. Look at this coaster. <laughs> that's, that's right. I told you. So, yeah. So uh, you will be going out to drag yes. queen bingo yes. with Rachel. You're going to yes. have a great time. And we might bring you too. No, you don't want to invite me. I'm just going to get in the way. I'm boring. Well, you could sit in the corner. <laughs> Nobody puts Greg in the corner. I'll drive. <laughs> oh. I'll drive. Okay. I mean, I could walk there, but you could pick me up. <laughs> so, Carly, give me one nugget. Give me what is the one thing if someone's really trying to expand their referral network? What's the one piece of advice you give them? 
Read Seven Levels of Communication. Okay. It's, I mean, that's where I got so much of what I do from. That was the, and it's the number seven. Okay. Um, and I have an affiliate link on Amazon if you want me to send it to you. I just okay. figured that one out. That was cool. So this book, the beginning, it's, you feel like they're trying to sell you on coaching, which they are, and they have a great coaching program, but it, it gives you so many different ideas through a story, but he doesn't know how to get business. And they tell you stories about how he gets the business. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I recommend this book to everybody. I actually often send it to people. Mm. Like I just jump onto Amazon and I send it to people. I had lunch last week with somebody and while we're sitting at the table, I said to them, Hey, what's your home address? And they were like, why? I go, don't worry about it. So he's <laughs> chatting and I'm on Amazon, like buying the book and it shows up at his house the next day. Oh, that's fantastic. It's little things like that, you know? Right. Um, I have a collection at home of a book called Hold, okay. which is all about real estate investing. So it's the Burr method. So um, whenever I have an investor, after the first conversation, I send them the book. Right. And the book cost me $10. Um, and on the first page, it says, I'm looking forward to helping you build your empire. Carly Ringer, my phone number. Um, it's just- That's great. It's little things like that. And they hold on to these things, right? You hold on to the coaster. You'll hold on to the book. Mm -hmm. um, when you give, and this is a tangent, but when you give somebody a gift, you want to give them a gift that they could hold on to. Don't buy them a bottle of Vuv because they're going to drink the Vuv and throw it out. Vuv right. is champagne. Don't buy the bottle. Thanks for clarifying. I yeah, didn't sorry. know. I'm a simple guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's the orange bottle. Yeah. yeah. You pop the bubblies. Um, don't buy them a bottle of scotch. Is that better? No. Don't buy them. <laughs> Light beer, maybe. <laughs> Coffee and water. That's okay. really all I drink. If, but if you buy them something that they're going to throw out, they're not going to remember you. If you buy them something, if you want to give them a gift certificate to a restaurant, sure. give it in tandem with something else. They're going to use the restaurant. They're going to forget that you gave it to them a year yep. later. If you give them something, maybe a T-shirt from the restaurant or a mug from the restaurant or a coaster <laughs> of the restaurant, whatever it yeah. is, they hold on to it. Yeah, that's great. <clears throat> Does it come naturally to you? Yeah. To that's okay. why it's hard for me to, like, people will ask me, how did you come up with this creative idea? I'm like, I don't know. I was showering and I was like, oh, wait, I should do this today. But so, yeah. So the cre creativity is kind of in your natural wheelhouse. Yeah. I know the so analytical end to, of it is. Yeah. Uh, is being thoughtful or do you have to force yourself to do that? No, it's just a ringer trait. It just comes naturally. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I think it might have, or probably did come from my parents because when we were younger, we used to have to volunteer a lot. And okay. it wasn't like uh, you had to volunteer because you get school credits for it. Credits for it. They made it fun. You, we didn't have to, like we wanted to volunteer. And from there, and that's a lesson for your kids, right? Like when they're yeah. young, take them to a soup kitchen, yeah, take them on a beach cleanup or yep. whatever it is, but make that experience fun. And then they'll, I I just think you get, um, the thoughtful path goes from there. That's fantastic. And just kind of with, in a, in a nutshell with everything, I just think yeah. the pillars about how you go about doing everything are great. Uh, that thoughtful nature, those little things, order a book. Yeah. Right? I mean, that is great, great stuff. And for people that are probably less thoughtful, like myself, you get to make yourself disciplined to be yeah. able to do it. You know, write things down, you know, force yourself into a discipline right. so you stay on, on top of it. So that's, if you want to expand, yeah. if you want to create a team, and you want to duplicate yourself, then yeah, you need a system for that. You need yeah. to say, whenever I meet with this person and have that system written down, you have a task list. Sure. Um, 
this is what I need to do throughout the whole process. Because then if you have somebody else on your team, you could just hand that task list off to somebody. Sure. But other little things will come up along the way. One of my one of my clients had COVID. So I sent her a $5 gift card in the mail. Mm-hmm. I said, and I didn't mean to do this, but I said, I hope this perks you up. And I was like, oh, I just made a dad joke. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that at all. Uh, but she wrote to me, she wrote to me on Friday and she's like, I've had such a hard week because my daughter's moving out and I have COVID. And she's like, that really made me smile. It's a little, it was a $5 gift card and it made somebody smile. Yeah. Like that's be on earth to make others smile. Yeah, that's fantastic, Carly. Carly, if someone wanted to reach out to you, how would they contact you? Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Messenger? (laughs) Slide into my DMs. (laughs) What's your contact information? Yeah, so you can either email me, carlyringerrealestate at gmail.com, no E, um, or you could call me, 201-410-3930. I'm from North Jersey. I probably said that too fast. Yeah. Um, Please, could you repeat that, please? <laughs> two, <laughs> zero, one, four, ten, thirty-nine, thirty. Right, and I see or, you've n- not replaced that Northern New Jersey number, by the way. It's principal. Oh, yeah. yeah. Two, I'm like, hashtag 201 for life. I keep that thing. Even if I move to another state, I'm keeping it. Garley, thank you so much for sure. spending the time with us today. Yeah, this was great. Uh, we appreciate you. We appreciate everyone out there listening today. Uh, look forward to catching up with you next week. Bye, guys. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Your Mortgage Process, hosted by Greg Wareham, produced by Greg Wareham and Nick Pavise at The Social Rift, and executively produced by The Social Rift. Thank you again for tuning in, and we look forward to catching up with you next week.